Can you back up like five more feet that way? No. Mr. Leprosy. Stop. I don't know if I want to. Gary's going to go biblical on your ass if you don't. I'm about to. <laughs> I'm about to release the plague. I mean, we believe it. You probably got that inside you right now. Pox. No, here's the thing. Pestles. You can release it on me all you want. The vengeance won't come from me. It'll come from about a little 5-2 package full of sass. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Poker, to episode 210 of This Week in MTG, your idiot news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. Now, Matt, no Danny, because I think we're all in agreement. He went to play billiards. Yeah. Yeah, pretty he, sure. He's in Moorhead. He didn't deny it, but we think he's playing billiards. So no Danny tonight, but those other voices you hear over there, the one and only Big G. Hey, hey. Back at it again with the white bands. With the brand new kicks. There you go. And over here we have Leprosy Larry. <laughs> Lizard Man Larry. Get it right. No, well, he said it right the first time. Leprosy. Not leprosy. Anthony is back from his uh, near-death sabbatical. Slash actually got out of work on time this week. Hell yeah, that felt nice. I think everyone is just trying to shoo you out because you look as grotesque as you do with your skin falling off your body. I mean, you can try. I'll just come back. The real question is, are there people still there working? Told you, pestilence, dog. So there are people that are still working. They did kick you out because they're afraid for their lives. Got it. You know, I find it really hilarious that people are more afraid of hand, foot, and mouth than they were during COVID time. Dude. And COVID killed more people. Hand, foot, and mouth sucks. But doesn't kill anybody. (laughs) Visually looks way less appealing. It does. The curb appeal is terrible. Yeah. And people are scared of that. Like zombies, you know, the whole thing with that. Same, same, same. I I get it. But, But we're not here to tell you, dear listeners, about leprosy. Or hand, foot, and mouth. I or mean, COVID. J- jokes will de- definitely be uh, sprinkled throughout the episode of that. You bet your bottom dollar. But we're here to give you the news. So let's, uh, at the top of the podcast, we just want to extend a heartfelt thank you to all of you that tuned into this episode. Your unwavering support and enthusiasm for our show is truly inspiring to us. We're grateful for the opportunity to bring you the latest updates, insights, and discussions from the world of magic each week. Your engagement and passion drives us to continue delivering top-notch content. Here's to many more episodes of shared excitement in the community in all the realms of Magic the Gathering. forgot how corny that was from ChatGPT. It's been a while since read the whole thing there. <laughs> Furthermore, got to exp- express a deep appreciation to the Patreons of the podcast. Their generous contributions directly contribute to the success and continued growth of the show. Their commitment allows us to maintain the quality of the content, explore new avenues, and enhance the podcast experience, and pays for packs and cards for the monthly giveaways. Their support isn't just financial, it's a testament to the strong bond that unites us as fellow magic enthusiasts. Thank you for being an integral part of our podcasting journey. And helping bring magic to life with each episode. So big thank yous to Wade97, Amu the Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Christian, Maddie K, Jacob, Barra, Chimera, go check them out up in turf there. KCB, Taylor M, Ricky R, 
Chris Coco, obligatory. Go check out the Aquarium Guys podcasts. And Chapman and Ranger Dan and Crazy Mage. Thank you to each and every one of you. If you are entertained by or are enjoying the content that we are producing, you don't have to be a Patreon to support us. Go into the podcasting app you're using right now to rate and review us will help tremendously. Those forms of interaction elevate us on the recommendation charts for other Magic players to find. But my favorite way is just by word of mouth. Tell us to your friends, your rivals, your grandma, you know, whisper it in your dog's ear or something. Tell us to somebody. That, that support is also greatly appreciated. We would also be remiss if we didn't mention our LGS sponsor, JW Sports Cards and Gaming. Speaking of, let's hear an ad from them now. JW Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening. J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. <laughs> we got Bear saying, one day it'll be all four of, four of you on again. Yeah, one day. Well, next week what it'll probably be is Danny will be here and he'll be working late again. Uh-uh. I have next Monday off, actually. We might, we might not be recording next Monday. I know. It's your son's <laughs> birthday, so. Yep. Yep. So the following Monday. <laughs> so, sometime. There'll be, there'll be some time, you know. I could be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I mean, if you all are just want to record and stuff. Nah. <laughs> Give it a shot. Make sure to, make last sure to hit time the record had, button. Last time we had so many issues <laughs> when it was just Danny and I. Was I on my way back from uh, Jamestown for that one? Yeah, it was wherever and, you were on your way back from. Like and we're sitting. On. Yep. And it's just like, what the fuck? Why is there an echo? And I'm sitting here using all of my soundboard knowledge to go, what the fuck is causing this? Just to see that Danny had Twitch up. That son of a bitch, yep. Danny. We're calling you out. God damn it. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start off by going to the breakdown where we lay out what you're going to be hearing in this episode. First off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk with some salt and sugar reports. Uh, we got some live edits right now, podcast updates. We ain't got shit. We ain't got shit on podcast updates. Just so you know, we'll just cross that right off the list right here, right Done. now. Done. Got it. Uh, yes, Boggle Desk. <laughs> Got sh- salt and sugar reports. Uh, figured with this uh, uh, event that Eternal Weekend was in Prague this weekend yep. and stuff, so probably talk about that. And then we're going to dive into all the news from the MagicCon Chicago and everything we know, which more will be revealed at another point. <laughs> uh, then we're going to jump into the news, talk about some stolen art, a secret lair that just got announced, Festival in a box. Then we're going to jump over and play everyone's favorite game, the Conjured Currency game. Where Where Matt continues to get things wrong. I get them right, and you said it multiple times. I have it on record. Record. Picks or it didn't happen. You're telling me you went back and checked all of the episodes to find out? Well, just recently and stuff. And I also have... Oh, no, no. We need you, like you said in the last episode, you need to check all the record. 
I'll go back at some point. But right now, Casey's on the board with a full two points for the Contra Currency. He's See, also on the board for also not failing as much as you do. Oh, he we, talked we himself. He yeah. talked himself out of one. Or, oh no, oh, yeah, no he, he talked did. him out of himself of half points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 the he did pretty good though. I was Davros, pretty impressed. The Davros one was pretty yeah. rough. There was. Uh, I was playing along with that when I was just listening, and it was was it the it was the last one that I wasn't too sure of either, and I was just like, "What fucking deck does that card belong to?" Then it was commander. I was like, "Well, it's whatever commander, I guess." Yeah. Joy's day of commanders. <laughs> And then when we're done with the Contra Currency game, you'll be done with us for a week. And then we'll see you next time. Yeah. So we ready for this? Let's jump over to the Boggle Desk. Yeah. All right, Matt, start off with your sugar. So as as always, we say it a lot. Uh, we play Magic on Saturday Commander on Spell Table. It's very fun. Join the Discord. It's great. We have a lot of people that play. Uh, this last Saturday, played with Barra, Garrett, Danny. I wasn't there this no. week. myself. Anthony. I was there. Anthony, I was looking at Gary. The leopard was there. The leopard was there. Yeah, see, I have said it. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> uh, was he playing a leopard deck? No. I don't have a cat deck yet. He was playing soldiers game one. No, no. I was playing my Gideon deck. Which is soldiers. It, yeah, soldier theme. That was a pretty good soldier deck. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, <laughs> for pod there, Bear is playing Gadriel. Gadriel? Gladriel. 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 Glammeow. Yeah, or also known as Glammeow. The new the new one from the uh the scene Box. the yeah, Se- scene scene, scene from a boxes stuff. So it's the band color Galadriel. Uh I just saw a little side tangent here real quick, just to mention I saw notes that uh a headline, I didn't look into the article there, but it was saying the headline was the scene boxes drop in value significantly. Why? I don't know, people aren't buying them or people are buying a lot of them. Why I imagine, you buy imagine them? if the it's... prices if the price is going down, people aren't buying them. But they, they're all new commander cards. Like, you just add them to your roster. I'll, and I'll they're find, all there, so you don't have to worry about trying to find them. I'll find the article, and maybe we'll talk about it at yeah. another point. But anyways. Anyways, he's playing Glammeow. Yep, playing Glammeow. Danny broke out his old faithful Rift, Rift. the Awakener. Yep. I was playing Bruvac Mill, because I'm a monster. And I and was playing Makithian slash Gideon deck, which trying that out for the first time, which I was not, a, I was not ashamed. I was very happy with how it performed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, weird how our kids' namesake decks work really well, and we probably didn't intend them to. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Is there a card for my kid's name? I'll have to look at that. Hawthorne, or or Casper even. Well, there's no Caspers. No. Thank there might there uh, might be a. There might be something close to Hawthorne. We'll look at that in a bit. But uh, yeah. the the point of the game is yeah. Uh, when we got to the game, I'll, it was like turn seven turn eight by the time everything was going on uh elves was doing elves things soldiers was doing soldier things danny was floundering there a little bit he was just getting like pieces very slowly and i wasn't doing very hot either i just had a couple pieces on the board and stuff <laughs> the, One of the, the, the best play uh in danny's on danny's part it was like the turn before all this started going down uh joking i had a search for Ascanta flipped to Ascanta the sunken ruins and there was uh, a joke about, like, I'm going to s- strip mine that. Yeah, you because you always talk about why you should run a strip mine or ghost core type effect. Yeah, you just always for, need those. Just for something. Yeah, he drops need. strip mine. Strips, strip mines, my search for Ascanta. And, yeah, we all start laughing. And I said, like, Danny, I mean, for the memes, you have to strip mine Matt's Ascanta so bad. 100%. And he did. He did. It got it got wrecked. It was it was a great top tech there as we were talking about that. So uh, the following turn, oh, and soldiers, soldiers was big. 
Uh, yeah. Head is Gideon out. Uh, which the Gideon that makes you it, attack it? Which one's that one? Is that the? Well, it, it was actually Kithian flipped into Gideon okay. Battleforge. So okay. like he Kithian has flipped. the ability, like the original Gideon Jura, to do like the attack focus thing. But like at the same time, I'm sitting there with over. Uh, it was, uh, Myriel, Shield of Argive. I have the Captain of the Watch. I have the Valiant. Uh, God, I can't remember the new soldier lord that came out of Dominaria Master. It's Valiant something. You know I had him. Mean. I have him. And then because of Mariel, I made, in the process of a few turns, I had like 30-some artifact soldier tokens and then my random three ones from the Captain of the Watch. So all my soldiers were getting plus three, plus three, had vigilance, and they were giant. And I had like all the pieces I needed to just survive anything possible and then started using Game Battleforge to force... Matt, well, I forced uh, Sorry, Baron to do first. something. Yeah, he tried to, he saved his guy, but like, whatever, it didn't really matter for me because I didn't have a care in the world. And then, of course, I was just like, well, I'm not going to focus him, I'm not going to focus Danny. So then I go, I'm going to focus Matt, and I'm going to tell him that his Bruvok has to attack next turn against Gideon Battleforged. Yes, and then it gets to your turn after you got strip mined. Yep, well, no, it's Barra first, then Danny, then well, me. I mean, yeah, Barra, Barra just held out though, he, yeah, he held he was, out, he, he was, was a little weak because I, I swung at him for like uh 58 damage or whatever, and he somehow survived it with through a few five. blocks. No, he and survived Dan- it with two, two Dan- life, and he gained three, three life, yeah, and bought him up to five. And I was like, oh, that's okay. And he's just like, why would you attack me? And I was like, you have the most threat right now. <laughs> Because it's elves. It's elves. Our, I mean, Arch, Archdruid was on the battlefield, yeah. which taps makes yeah. a bunch of mana for all your elves. Just dropping elves. I am perfectly fine with that because I didn't get attacked. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Barra. <laughs> so, uh, Danny, he, he wasn't doing much on his turn. Turn comes to me. I'm not looking good. I have Bruvac that has to attack Gideon, and I have uh, Thieving Skydiver, which steals an artifact. It stole an arcane signet, but it's on the battlefield. And the other thing I had is that I think that was it actually. So my board was very naked. I wasn't doing a whole bunch of lot. And I had like two cards in hand. <clears throat> Come to my turn. Top deck. The um, big, not big score. Whatever the um, the, cas- the casualty one. The casualty mill card. Uh, is. Yeah, whatever. New component. We can look it up later and say it. But yep. Whereas casualty two, and I'm like, well, I'm taking out two people before I go. And one other card in my hand was a grindstone. So I'm like, well, I got enough mana to do this. And I sack the thieving skydiver to mill out both Danny and Anthony. Almost Anthony, Almost me. Because I had half, half your cards rounded <laughs> down. down yeah, Because up down. would be a full. So rounded down. Anthony had odd number of cards. So he. Yep, I had odd number of cards out of my deck. So. It rounded down perfectly to leave me with one. Yep. Danny, on the other hand. He lost them all. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm okay. And then you dropped Millstone. Uh, grindstone. Or Grindstone. Yeah, and then drop. you got me. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But you still have to tag Bruvok. I still had to attack a Bruvok. So then you tag the Bruvok, and I had all my stuff block it, except for my Lyra Dombringer. So that way I could deal a 111 damage to Bruvok. <laughs> yeah, with all of his creatures. And then I died. <laughs> And it was wonderful. And Barra felt like it was terrible that he he had a way to stop it, so something happened. I said, well, he could, no. Remember, he had Flawless Maneuver, but with Myrael, he couldn't cast it. Yeah, 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 he couldn't. But I mean, like, the big thing was he was all like, I don't feel like it's fair that I would win this entire thing. And I said, who cares? Just Danny and I are out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take I, your turn and enjoy it. 
And he almost he almost messed up his math until I corrected him on his yeah, plus we, one plus one counters. We thought the math was just off there. I was at twenty one life, and he had yeah, correct math twenty six on board then. But he, the way he was counting, no, he missed six he points. Twenty one on board exactly. No, no, no. He had twenty six because I would have lived with one point with his math without the plus one counters from uh, Glamiao. Because I was getting excited about that. I'm like, I'm gonna live with one life. Oh, whatever. I thought he, I thought he swung exactly for twenty one was what he needed. No, no, no. Uh, he swung uh, damage on board without the math from the pump from Glamiao. He would have uh, been 20. twenty, and I was at twenty one. Yeah, he and missed. Then, he missed one Gala greeter. Yeah, which would have been six or no, not the Gala. He got it, it was including the Gala greeter. It was the plus ones that he forgot to add from the Glamiao to the no, rest no, no. of the stuff. He, so that was six no, plus no. one plus one counters. No, no, he added those. No, he he, he missed the Gala greeter. So eh, I was anyway, on. point is, he won that one. I died, and you died. But I mean, like it was cool. It was a cool game. It was fun. Everyone got to, do, except for Danny. Well, I mean, he did strip mine. But everyone got to do something really cool with their decks and have a good time. Yeah, that's 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 my sugar. Yeah. Uh, my sugar, very simple and sweet. Uh, it's a two-part piece to dinos. First part being that I did do the uh, thing at Paradox for the collector booster draft. That was really cool. Um, I think I broke even on my packs, though, for like my drafts cards I got, but I drafted a white black vampire deck and I went two and one because we only did three rounds. Um, so it was kind of fun. Had a lot of fun with that whole situation of that. Um, one of the guys there, he pulled a Indominus Rex emblem Jurassic Park card. I saw the picture so, of that on, I on mean, Facebook. Didn't matter how he did that day. He, he was a winner no matter what. He was $400 bill. That's nice. Um, Casey was there. Casey came out and he had a pretty cool deck. I saw. I don't know what his record was. I hope. I think he did decently, or he at least was two and one. I think. I'm not 100 percent sure, but he had a pretty cool deck that had the Ravnus Tyrannosaurus Rex in it, and he had the Indoraptor in it. So he kind of was playing a Jun colored deck, and I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." Did he have the Baby T Rex that gets power and toughness to Blizzard Yearling? Yeah, that guy. I didn't see it. I only got to watch one of his games really, but uh, it was it was a cool. I'll tell you this. It was a very hard and interesting draft to try to do. Like collector booster draft was very tough because first off, there's like zero signals you get until like the very end of a pack. But at that point, you really don't know anyways, because like you open up a pack and all of a sudden you have like seven rares you're dealing with here, seven rares of mythics. I mean, like, what are you supposed to do? And then if you have special cards like the Jurassic Park cards in there, you're trying to figure out what you do with that. The worst part would be like anything that deals with commander stuff that like commander matters. Like we had, I think of all the packs, um, I think there was a total of just two command towers that came out of all the packs of nine people doing this draft. So that was kind of interesting, but that really sucked if you end up with it because then you're just like, well, I'm stuck with a command tower I can't use. Um, But otherwise, like overall, like it was very successful. Everyone really enjoyed it. And maybe for the future, um, they talked about possibly like once for every like new uh, standardized collector set, they might do one of these drafts. Okay, that'd be pretty sick. Because like I said, we had nine people and I, I, I feel like that's more than enough to really consider this to be a thing. Because the price tag is expensive. Yeah, what is seventy five dollars like okay. to do it, which so it wasn't cheap, but it was like I said, it was fun. And like as long as you can, <laughs> as long as you acknowledge can, the whale, yeah, acknowledge the whales. <laughs> I mean, as long as you can make break even on like your value of your packs, 
when you're drafting, like that's fine. Not everybody's going to get a $400 bill in their pack, though. No. But if you did, though, it's cool. <laughs> I made the joke right away. It's like, if I have a neon card, like I'm getting up and walking out. So for my last pack, <laughs> I looked right over at Gib right away and I was like, well, I got to go. He's like, really? I'm like, no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> so, but it was fun. Had a good time. And then the like, reason he asked is probably because he pulled a neon already. No. There's only been so far record. There's only been one person that's pulled a neon so far. And uh, I think that's the first emblem that's been pulled too at Paradox. Ooh. L- little little known fact, uh, Gib is one of the, in town, he is the lucky SOB that gets all the, the amazing pulls. Serialized, so, yeah, special cards. He is stupid lucky. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was a good time. Good turnout. Had a lot of fun. Saw Dana too. He was running it. Um, and then my second part for Dino stuff was after we started our second game of Commander on Saturday and you left. Baby called. That's fine. I'm just... That's fine. You had to go. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is the short and sweet version of Anthony Sugar Report. That's right. This this is the short part. Uh, long story of the whole situation. I was playing dinos. It got to a crazy point. I destroyed everyone with dinosaurs. And the coolest thing was I made two uh, tokens off of the Quartzwood. Uh, God, what the fuck? Are the dinosaur from Ikoria, Quartzwood something. Um but yeah, so I made two tokens because it's all based on damage. So I had one, I had one token that was a thirty-seven, thirty-seven, and then Quartzwood Crasher. Yeah. So because it goes for each player, you get to make this token. So for Danny, I had a, a thirteen, thirteen token, and then for Bear, I made a thirty-seven, thirty-seven. Plus, I had a Goring Ceratops out, so there was and Trample over with my Garrick's Uprising enchantment. So then the next turn comes around and I kill them both with basically that stuff. It's just like, eh, we're done. And I was like, dinosaurs, yay. Rawr. But that's pretty much it. Otherwise, good weekend, a lot of fun, a lot of good stuff. So I'm done. Garrett, you tell us actually something really cool because this is actually pretty awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I've been playing a little bit more arena lately, just hoping that we get an arena brawl. So I actually made a new historic brawl deck. Because everyone seems to just, as soon as they see Maldrotha, they go, ah, fuck this shit. And they quit. Really? Dude, the amount of time where I am on maybe like turn four and people just, I'll get one of my reoccurring creatures out of like, yeah. kill your kill an opponent yeah. creature or make them sacrifice. Like, I'll get it out and won't even replay it. And they'll go, nope, fuck, I'm done. I'm out. Well, I'm I know, I know wow. playing against Maldrotha is annoying, but... That that quick of a the well, deck this is, does, this is the 1v1. deck does fire off pretty well. You played that in uh, Winter Brawl last year, right? I pretty yeah. much every Brawl league we've played, I've only played that deck. Oh, did you? Okay. Just because it was a it was the first one I made on Brawl, that, and I don't play enough. One. Nope. I have a I have a um I have a Simic Historic deck. Okay. So that's you know historic legal, and I played that a little bit this week too, but. No, uh, so I went on and uh, just been trying to do a quick draft because I hate waiting for people on drafting. Hold on, this is on your phone, right? This, oh, yeah, all on my okay. phone. Okay. Because yeah, it's going to be, I don't know if that's going to be important, but just like the, the UI itself. Yeah. I mean, phone. you know, play on my phone because, you know, you know, wife might want to go, hey, I want to go lay down and I'll go lay down with her and she'll fall asleep and I'll just sit and play a game for a little bit. Something, something multitasking. No, not multitasking <laughs> this time. Um, no. But this particular night, like I was like, oh, man, there's a quick draft option. I'll do a quick draft tonight. That'll be fun. 
Um, so did the draft and played all nine of my games Holy in one shit. night. That's how quick the matches were because it was just best of one. Yep, yep. Um, so I uh, yeah, drafted. You a bitch, you didn't even post the list yet. Oh, I'll find it and post it. Um, but I'll, you know, it was a Boros deck. Or you that know, makes in, sense. in a group chat, it's a Boris deck. Yeah, <laughs> autocorrect because <laughs> it autocorrected to Boris. So Boris Boros is now Boris. Boris for now and forever. Was there um, a Throbin Inspector in that Boris? There deck? was no Throbin Inspector. No uh, Throbin. But it was just it had some quick get down creatures and did some enlisting and had a lot of evasion, so a lot of flying, and that really played out nicely for doing things like. Twinferno and giving double strike to a four oh four. God, oh god, it was so fun. And it was really fun to do a dragon whelp with Twinferno. Pump up already. Pump it up boop. enough to one make me not have to sacrifice it, or if I did, it was the it was the end of the game anyway okay. at that point. Because you know, look at the opponent. Oh, they're all tapped out, and it's Dominary United, so it's not going to be any free mana spell trickeries. But did that and just. Every time it would be something like that, my opponent at least went nice. It's <laughs> <was> like fuck <laughs> nice. yeah. That that is the badge of honor right there when you're nice. fucking, you you get the nice from the opponent. Like yeah. even if it's sarcastically, they acknowledge it. Yeah. That's so nice. I obviously like going into it, I was at a certain point I was like five and one, and then I lost a match, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then I won the six one. So I'm like, all right, six and two, six and two. <laughs> Either way, this is really good. This is the best I've done in a long time. And then got it in the last one and just fucking God opening hand. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. And just fired off and won that game in like five minutes. That's fucking beautiful. Let's go. So yeah, I did that like on Tuesday, I think it was, whenever I was posting. And you didn't share the list, you son of a bitch. When I'm not doing stuff, I'll find my list. <laughs> so so what was your best pull that you got from there? Like tw- you said Twin Twinferno was a Twinferno was a really good card. Um, I pulled the boros like make equipment equip cost cheaper and vehicle crew cost cheaper oh yeah yeah, that guy and honestly that's nice didn't really fucking use it like i i drafted a bunch of equipment never got to use it but it was nothing really good not the defilers matt no Matt's looking for this card. Anyway. Um, I was going to say, just look for Red White Legends from there. But yeah, continue. But yeah, great. no, it did, did really well on that one. Um, ah, up there to the left. Yep. Estor, yep. Bear of Blades. Got him and got one vehicle, but then got a bunch of like the uh, common equipment out of the set. And I was just like, sure, I think the normal equip cost was two. So it's like, cool, make it one. And I would just... Uh, like I had five of them in the deck, oh, and nice. so more often than not, I've had at least two on the field, and it was the plus two plus O to a creature, one uh one of the axes or something. I think it's good two. beat sticks there. Yeah, uh, so it was just it was a good deck, and it ran well to the point where I tried to uh, do another one, didn't do so hot because I didn't get as good a pulse. <laughs> didn't didn't burr, look so burr, good, huh? Burr. No, it went went three and two on that one, but still not yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, Salt really didn't play much Magic this weekend. Um, mostly finalized my Atraxa deck. Now I just got to find some of the cards that I'm looking for. So there's that. And then working on the new one and making Anthony 
give me a challenge by picking the commander and picking a theme for me. Yeah, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a second to look at that. So I'll figure that out. I want to add in one since we're talking arena. One quick sugar report on on my end. I've been playing a lot of that uh, that 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 janky mono black explorer deck yeah. on arena right now. Yeah, how's that for you? I recently put in uh, Blood Litter of Alcatraz. Not Alcatraz, whatever. Yeah, we'll call it Alcatraz. Yeah, <laughs> Blood Litter of Alcatraz. I'm so sorry. That's very disrespectful. We know what it is. The black, 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 one, two, four flyer uh, that has whenever a source you control deals damage, or whenever an opponent loses life on your turn, they lose twice that one, twice that life. Ends up. Um, Aklazots. Aklazots. Yeah. Blood Litter of Aklazots. That thing is a fucking house. So cool. there's been uh there are a few games where I was able to curve like turn one uh turn one either the oh I I recently put in the the dream catcher dream thief fairy from uh Eldrain when it ETBs uh surveil one and then when it's in the graveyard you can pay two and a black yeah. uh exile it draw a card lose a life solid card uh but like curve into that curve into Yurlock's Fenwake or the black black one one uh an opponent exiles a card from their hand turn three aria turn four blood letter to turn five gray merchant of asphodel nice I, that that curve has happened uh my opponent was playing very slow non-interactive game which is fine because i still drained them for what is that uh three five uh eight ten eleven twenty two I mean, that's solid magic right there. That's solid magic. Just the one, two, three, four, five punch right there. Got him. It feels really good. Um, But also, I I, I mentioned this in the Discord as well. I feel like I'm at that point where I've been, like, fiddling around with the deck a little bit that it's, like, gone off from what the original plan was. I'm like, ah, there's just so much. So I think I might have to just, like, take a a, a rewind kind of a thing, you know, where you just keep tinkering with a deck. I feel like I've just, like, over-tinkered. But it's a very fun deck. That uh, blood letter, fucking fabulous. There's a game where we're fighting f- to keep that on the board and stuff. So, there you go. Well, let's uh, let's talk about an event that you know not m- many of us really play in this format. Uh, some legacy. So we had Eternal Weekend in oh, Prague, yeah. and via MTGDecks.net's wonderful Twitter account, they posted up the uh, win rate matrix from the event. So this is where they analyze all the decks that are there, all the players that are playing. So 713 players were at this event, and they analyzed 5,385 matches Wow! to come up with this. So um, just in case for those of you who don't understand kind of what this is, it basically puts, you know, the overall win rate of a deck on the list, so the most winning percentage of decks were two of them. So Boros Initiative and Painter Grindstone were the two most winning decks overall uh, with 58, 56%. Okay, um, And then it compares matchups of uh, archetypes of decks. So it goes through the whole thing like... Um, a good one is Death and Taxes versus the Painter Grindstone has a 0% win rate. <laughs> so just yeah. a couple of those decks have some 0%ers. Um, They're just not good against other decks. That's how it goes. It happens. Yeah, um, that's the point of a format. 
So it's really cool. Like for those of you who are more the analytical side, love looking at this kind of part of magic and how tournaments work. You know, this is a really cool thing to look at. I can't speak much as far as the decks themselves, um, but we can go over the top four decks. Okay. So number one is a Teamer Tempo deck. Number two was a Golgari Toolbox deck. And number three was a Grixis Tempo deck. And then number four was a Doomsday deck. Now, for those of you who are like, oh, gee, what's uh, what's Legacy all about? Like, why is it so, why, why do you guys not play it? Um, you can see the price tags for these decks. Invest in it. Um, most of these decks are, like, I think the outside of budget decks, uh, the lowest deck that feasibly can have a high win rate is probably 1500 or higher. Yeah, that's as far as that stuff. price tag. Um, so that's, you know, that's a big constraint to why a lot of people who are newer to Magic don't play Legacy unless they have some rich eccentric uncle that doesn't give a shit. Or you have some of the lands that yeah, are for the cheaper end decks. That is the other half of it too. So um, we will post up a link for this one. Just again, I don't know much about Legacy. I know Anthony knows some about Legacy. But I, I know a lot. I, I haven't been up to date on the decks for a while because I've been focusing on it. But um, I can say though, like it's... I like the breakdown of that fucking sheet. Like that the, was the wing matrix. Oh my god, that's yeah. so beautiful. Like, yeah, dude, it's M- just enjoyable to look at that and like check everything out. MTG decks <clears throat> uh, dot net. Go check them out. They yeah. are great. They're one of the sources like, I like to see like percentages. Yeah, I mean overall for legacy, you have. Um, I was just looking at the list on this too. Uh, the big thing is <clears throat> that really stands out for like um, anything that's really new that I haven't seen yet is basically the top deck this four color beanstalk deck. I haven't seen much about that one yet fully, so I don't know much. Otherwise, like um oh, Demir Evoke or what's really called Demir Scam. Yep. Um that is a very popular deck in uh Legacy. So like if you don't like playing against Rakdos Evoke in Modern, guess what? You're really gonna hate Demir Evoke because it's even worse. Um otherwise Grixis Tempo, that's your that's a part of your normal like Delver decks, still similar to that. Uh, lands are normal. Eight cast. Eight cast is actually one of the cheaper decks you can get into for Legacy since the mana base isn't too bad to get into, and you can like, substitute pieces. Yeah, because cl- uh, the biggest is the, the cloud post lands, right? No, no. Eight cast is all about thought cast and thought monitor. Oh, okay. So and they then got, you use they the got Kappa, the use the Kappa Cannoneer from okay. Kamigawa's Commander stuff. So the part that makes that deck easy to get into is like realistically. The only land you really need to get that is expensive is Ancient Tomb. And that's like 80, 90 bucks. Maybe at most. Yeah. And it that's... depends on the range for it, depending on how much the printings have been out and stuff, too. But that's it. Otherwise, like, you don't need City of Traders. Like, you're just needing your Seed of Synads, your Darksteel Citadels. I mean, you're needing, like, cheaper cards. So that deck is actually easier to get into play. It's one of the more popular ones I've seen people play in. Um, otherwise, like, your Painter Grindstone, that's your old fashioned mono red painter deck, which is all about. You recruit into Painter, and then you just grindstone somebody out for the color. Uh, Boros Initiative, that's a kind of newer one I haven't looked too much into. I know it's a popular one that people have been picking up more. Otherwise, you have your standard Death and Taxes, which is Mono White. Uh, Yorion Death and Taxes. You have Reanimator. Uh, your variants of Blue Black Shadow, Death Shadow. You have Golgari Toolbox, which is 
just a variation of like your old graveyard type thing. And then uh, green, white X depths. That's just another variant of a lands deck that focuses on dark depths. So there we go. Otherwise, yeah, it's this is a great little breakdown for you. So great spread. All right. But let's move into some upcoming events now. Um, Like we said, we'll link that stuff down below if you are a legacy player and want to look more into it if you haven't already. Um, So we've got MagicCon news for you. So here we go. More information about MagicCon Chicago. Are you ready to hear all these sexy, juicy, fiber-dense details that WotC gave us? Well, unfortunately for us, more details about um, uh, Chicago MagicCon will be released tomorrow after we post this episode. So join us the next episode. We'll talk more about it. Um, But fret not, we do have some information for you so we don't blue ball you that badly so we've got more posted information as of an article on november 16th we know the locations of three of the magicons happening in 2024 so chicago during the week of february 23rd through the 25th with the pro tour of murders at Karlov Manor will be the main event. Amsterdam happening June 28th through the 30th with the Pro Tour Modern 3 Horizons. And finally, Magicon Las Vegas scheduled for October 25th through the 27th. Hint, my birthday is also in October for anyone wanting to buy me a plane ticket and a ticket to Magicon. (laughs) Oh, really? Actually, also to note too, there's only three events next year for Magicons. Yes. Yes. That's... For, for Magic Cons, there's going to be other events. Plenty of others. Plenty um, of others. And this will be the host of Magic World Championship 30. So at each of these events, there are going to be awesome panels, main stage events that Magic Cons are known for. Benders and artists of very variety will be in attendance and return of the Secret Lair Showdown with new cards as prizes. The format players will compete in the showdown will be modern. So it's going to be a modern heavy year. We'll see maybe some more bands and restrictions and everything and liven up the modern format just a little bit i can only hope fingers crossed yeah all right so um there are cards in question for these uh showdown prizes so we've got a spell pierce by michael cooler cooler um a regent by rowan ellis and a dark ritual by wizards of the barge hey i think you know that guy didn't you meet that guy I did. He's pretty get cool. Get some uh, get some stickers and shit that are on your truck. I do got the yeah, stickers yeah. on my truck. Yeah, these all look really nice too. Um, so all participants will receive the spell pierce, and then those that qualify for the Sunday half of the showdown will receive that Merktide, and then the winner of the Secret Lair Showdown will win that fabulous Dark Ritual. Now there will be other events that are announced at some point in the future that will yield the winner of that event. One of the big dark rituals, uh, so the the oversized cards, so yeah. the really nice ones. The new ones. prizes yep. they've been doing, which are awesome. Um, meaning that there will be four Wizards of the Barge dark rituals out there in the world. So Woo! stay tuned. Have some fun. Make your way to a Magicon if you're able. Um, remember, if you're going to go, don't break the bank. Go within your budget. So. Yep. And also, we can get Garrett one ticket for his birthday. Yep, uh, October, um, <laughs> middle of October. So it'd be a great, you know, end of my birthday month yeah, thing. Yeah. He will oh. love you forever and ever. I love you long time. There we go. <laughs> Maybe even you know, knock on your door and ask if you want butterfly kisses or something or some cookies. <laughs> Make something. some cookies. 
Um, but uh, we would be remiss if we didn't mention it's it's Thanksgiving week. So far. yeah, you got to comment on how beautiful. <clears throat> these okay, all right. Sorry, Before we get to this, these the spell pierce. Um, and for those of you who are watching the live, uh, Matt has them up right now for you. For those of you who are listening to us recording, uh, go look at these cards. Um, honestly, out of the three, I think Merc Tide is my favorite. Yeah, Merktai looks so fucking good. Yep. So I do. I would nothing against like Wizard of Barge's art style. Love his art style, but like per card wise of what I use, I would definitely rank it for me. It's Merktide, Spell Pierce, then Rit. Or okay. if I get all three, fuck, I'm, I'll just take all three. I'm not even going based off of what I would use. I'm going by the art. Just by art. Yep. Yeah. Just by art. Just by art. I the Merktide oh. is my favorite. Um, the Spell Pierce it'd I'm probably kinda... be my second because it's got that kind of like. Uh, what's what's Lisa Frank type oh, yeah. of oh, type of colors, feel to color. it with the yeah. colors and the neons and everything. I don't know what it is, but like that spell pierce, like the face of that character just makes me think of a clown. I was gonna say it makes me think of like the the lights, uh, like when the faces light up on uh, Lost City of Atlantis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay, uh, yep, I okay. see where you're coming from. Yeah, it, it, it's reminiscent of that to me when I saw that. I'm like, that's so fucking intense. And honestly, that dark. I like the thing with the dark ritual. If you guys picked up on it, there are three skulls in it. Yeah, in the art. Yep. So um, this one definitely for me is one that if I were to have all three, I would not be upset if I were to get yeah. one. Obviously, if you play in the event, you get one for sure. Yeah, with the spell pierce, which is beautiful. Which I wouldn't be sad about that either. Okay. I, I got to point out the flavor text here real quick. And in typical oh. counter spell, in counter <laughs> spell fashion, the flavor text, you're trying to cast a spell? How quaint. <laughs> love that yeah hit it no and it's like all the arts are really cool but like if i had to buy one strictly for the art itself it would be the murktide oh i could see that that yeah. dra- the dragon detailing looks great it's different enough from the original art it's also very it's also got very old like old to me it, it gives me like uh like modernized old school D picture stuff like when they when they first like introduce reintroduce like art pieces in D and D for like the nineties and stuff of like that, like you had color, so all of a sudden you're like it's not like parchment paper based, so like it looks like that to me. And I'm like, this yeah. is cool. But um, just like uh, I had a, a lesson with my students the other day about like their their values, and it wasn't it was a you know what do you value most kind of mid and then the least. I don't not like any of these cards. No, they hit. They hit them as far as all the art. (laughs) This is one. They're all cards I would play. Two, the art is beautiful on all three. They did good this round. Yeah, with these, it's not like me personally. Like the last ones they had, where it was brain brainstorm was Urza, which was really cool. Yeah, that was the top. The like of Mm -hmm. a what was the other one you could get? That was the right. but was there one like like the spell pierce though for participation? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what that one was. That wasn't. Um, it was the uh, the uh, the the RCs that had unholy heat. Yep. Yeah. Was, I mean, like my so like my thing I was gonna say is like I I liked that they did something different with like with Ragavan when they did it, but I didn't like the art style that much because it wasn't for me. So it wasn't like something I was like so gun ho of like I would love to have this art piece, you know. Where this, like you said, these three right here, like these are all just really fucking beautiful and amazing. Yeah, just click on that one, Matt. Oh, Secret Lair Showdown. Brainstorm, Ragavan, Fatal Push. That, oh, yeah. Everybody got Fatal Push. The That's Fatal Push. 
Yeah, that was the thing. Fatal Push and Ray of Honor were a miss for me. I, I just, I'm not a big fan of the Fatal Push. Oh, that Fatal Push is just so cool, though. I mean, if you're into skeletons, it's awesome. I get you're, it. You're talking to Matt. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're into skeletons, it's awesome. For Like I said, for me, it was a miss on the first two, and the Brainstorm was definitely a hit. I just love the the coloration and the way the designers are. I thought it was really yeah. cool. Like the like I said, there's nothing wrong with the Regavan. It's just the, um, it's just, it's too kooky and weird to me that I'm like, it just doesn't feel good when like some of the other art pieces they've done for Regavan is so much cooler. So yeah, like I said, these other three though, spot on. They all, I feel they all are like really amazing. And if y'all, if y'all want to know somebody that uh, is cornering the market on Regavans right now, uh, Wade is one to talk to. <laughs> That boy has got showdown a few. ones, yeah. Yeah, he's got a few. All right, but back to what I was originally saying. Yeah. Um, it is Thanksgiving week, so if you're listening to us tomorrow, or you know the recorded version of this, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I am definitely thankful for this wonderful podcast and Magic the Gathering. So there we go. We've covered our thankfulness for the week. I'm thankful for being able to show up this week. I know, about time. Feels like you were trying to avoid me. Nope, don't, I was, don't I was just dying. Yep, just don't touch me. He's avoiding you like the plague. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> Come here. Let nope. me touch you with my nope. scaly skin. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> my scaly skin. Um, Let me touch but, you with my good hand. But, uh, you know, spend time with your family. Spend time with those that are important to you. Uh, be thankful. All that jazz. Um, but, you know, capitalism. Here we go. Uh, Black Friday. <laughs> Let's go. It's, it's Black Friday sales time. Uh, where, where some <laughs> of us nice magic. I know, right? <laughs> Really made it nice and sweet and beautiful and capitalism. And capitalism. All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> so it's Black Friday sales. Um, so for those of you in our wonderful uh, Fargo, North Dakota listening area, um, here are some of the local sales going on. Paradox has got that 25% off of everything. Um, I, last week I listed everything that they for sure have on there. Yep. Um, they do have, uh, and they announced it this morning on their Facebook page, uh, when you buy a uh, $50 worth of magic magic product, product, you will get a mystery promo card uh, where it's basically... No, it's promo a, pack, isn't it? I thought it was a promo pack with like a mix of a couple of them. Oh, well, you'll get some, promo, like you'll get some promo cards. Um, they also have a chaos draft pack. So yeah. giving you a lot of packs, which, hint, maybe wouldn't be a bad idea to pick up and invest on the last two years of magic. For chaos drafting purposes. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Potentially. I don't have any more information other than that. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yep. Uh-huh. So if you've been listening and doing all that, um, you'll have an idea of what I'm nudging at. Yeah. Anyway, uh, J-Dub's here in town. It's got to be something big because Josh is even being super secretive to me. He has not told me a damn thing other than he will announce more on Wednesday night. After this episode comes Wednesday out. Wednesday night. So, uh, Joshua J-Dubs has yet to announce what his Black Friday sales will be. Um, so, to be announced. Uh, for those of you who don't have an LGS, um, well, first, if you have an LGS in your listening area, check out your LGS. See what they've got going on for sales. Yeah. Support them. Support local, baby. Yep. If if you are able to support them locally, support them locally. Um, do that first. Obviously, as best as you can. A remind, reminder: Don't go outside of your, you know, budget and what you can comfortably afford. Um, but for those of you who don't have an LGS and you have to do things like 
buy from one of the online shops like Star City Games. Gee, I wonder how this segue happens. Star City Game has 10, 10% off a sealed product, 15% off of singles, and 20% off of supplies. So your deck boxes, your playmats, your sleeves, all that jazz. Um, so there's plenty of other deals to find. Make sure that you find the deals and capitalize them on them for whatever your magic needs are. So all I know is I'm stocking up on sleeves. Yeah. 32 challenges killed my sleeve collection. <laughs> I can imagine. Well, and it doesn't help. I have eight decks that aren't a part of that that are all sleeved up. Prior did, decks. Did, yeah. Did you No, ever... it's it's all the precons that I have not altered. So the Warhammer oh, decks yeah, and the Doctor yeah. Who decks. That's right. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if you mentioned this before, but with your 32 challenge, are you keeping them all in the same sleeve? Like, are you doing no, like... No, I, I have all... Basically, it's more or less. I just found sleeves and... If I can, I try to some like especially with different. some some of the art matted sleeves that I have from Dragon Shield. If I could, I tried to find art that kind of worked with what it might be. Um, I definitely realized this after the fact, but I'm still kind of okay with it. So like my Urza deck has like the Starry Night inspired the art dragon one. Yep, that's a good um, one. Where honestly, I should have put that on one of my Doctor Who decks. Oh, yep. Take you know, time. switch it later. As well say, take take the time. No, nope, I'll, I'll just I'll just buy new sleeves. <laughs> He'll just buy more Star Knight sleeves. Yep. Um. So there's that. Um. I don't. Yeah. I feel like having different sleeves is better than having the same sleeve. Because what I do, like my quote unquote proxies, are placeholders where it just has the card name on it. And what I think I'm going to do eventually is get different cards where I can go. It is either in this deck, this deck, this deck, or this deck. Find it. <laughs> because I'm, yeah. I'm going to try not to... I'm trying to be as budget-friendly as I can with doing this. Well, like Lance. Yeah. Lance is a big thing. Hey, we're, on the bright side, Garrett, in January, we're going to have some more Shock Lance coming. So I know. I that know. will be helpful. Yeah. It's it's surprisingly more the fetches that I'm I know. The fetches right are the problem. I know. I'm, I'm out of shocks, and I'm out of fetches for the most part. Luckily, I'm going into my four-color decks where I'll use a lot of my, like, Triome decks or Triome lands. Yeah. So. The tricycles. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, 32 challenge update because I know Matt's about to ask about it. I have yep. seven decks left to build, of which most of them I somewhat have the commanders and everything figured out for. I'm working on my 11 and max deck right now. Ooh. So a Stranger Things Friends Forever deck. And I have the option of Boros. Boris. Yeah, Boris. Boris. Uh, <laughs> black, blue, red, white, or black, white, red, green to yep. give you a challenge for. Yep. So cool. I'm adding an extra challenge. Anthony gets to pick my theme and my commander for one of my three ones that I haven't like fully committed to a commander yet. Make I'm going to gonna tell it. you right now, I'm not going to pick the Boris one just because... I gave you a commander idea for you th that. You think I should go with that one still? I, I think you should and okay. try to find it to be unique. We're not going to tell anybody, of course, what it is because not even telling Matt. Fine. It's in the Discord. Join oh. our Discord if you want to. I guess it was in the Discord. Yep. I didn't it's know. Free. I didn't know it was in the Discord. But uh, I, I think that one I would like you to just, I want to see your brain think about how you would build the deck. I oh, think yeah. it's a cool Boros commander, 
because all right, all right. Boris. So then you've got one of my four colors. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a working with the four color okay. ones because I think that'd be more interesting to try to give you a challenge and also, like you said, think of something that's also budget friendly. Yeah. I, have, I have a theme for that one, the four color one. No, like it doesn't. It doesn't matter what he chooses. Do an art based one, like you, like uh, the Commander Brew guys, how they have their screaming bald guys. Yeah. Okay. Do all right. Like we'll, we'll figure out like an th- art theme. For okay, one. then. So whatever whatever one. four color one he picks, you get the opposite one and pick my theme, my art theme. He yeah, you're an art theme. God, that just makes me want to build that fucking chair commander deck so bad again. Okay. All right. <laughs> but we've uh we've diverged enough. Yes. Let's get to the news. We've got speaking of art. Oh, Matt, yeah. oh what speaking a, of art. What a segue. Okay. So this happened at the end of last week and just got uh written about over the weekend. Uh, from the gamer, MTG artist accused of stealing art for Commander Deck's Wayfarer's Bobble. An MTG artist had admitted to screwing up after being accused of stealing part of an Ixalan Commander Deck Wayfarer's Bobble artwork. Quote, unquote. <laughs> screwing up. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> so the uh, the Wayfarer's Bobble in, uh, in question is the one from the Commander Deck where it has a person holding up a bobble in front of, like, uh, a, bo- a a forest with a wall and some steps in the background. Those steps are going to be important here in one second. So, quote from the gamer, thegamer.com, the artist behind Magic the Gathering's Ixalan Commander deck Wayfarer's Bobble card has admitted to, quote-unquote, screwing up after being accused of stealing someone else's artwork. artwork. This comes after another artist noticed strong similarities between their work and part of the art on the Wayfarer's Bobble. David Sonderid, the MTG artist who worked on Wayfarer's Bobble, has admitted to using fellow artist Lorenzo Lafranconi's work as a reference for the illustration. A uh, little side note just for me, myself here, Matt. Uh, re- reference is putting it loosely. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. No. In a statement, <laughs> he says he has, quote, not done a good job, unquote, of making the card's artwork unique from the reference he used and admits that this was a very bad call to make. Quote, in my process of painting, I collect references, especially from things I feel certain about. And sometimes I put those positions those positions on the canvas, canvas and paint over them, explains Sondered. I sometimes use this as a way to make my illustration unique by overpainting and altering the reference until it isn't possible to see the original piece anymore. In this case, I have unfortunately not done a good enough job of turning it into a uniquely mine painting. I could show you how I painted over things, but in the end, it does not matter. Uh, here go, uh, He goes on to admit that the card looks too close to Lafrakani's original artwork. It's 100% on me. I made a very bad call on this one. Most likely, as it is so long ago, I came to a point where I wasn't looking at the reference anymore and was just trying to make sure all the colors and lighting matched. Sondred had reached out to explain the situations to Lafrakani and Wizards of the Coast. Lafrakani has accepted this explanation, and it's not clear if Watsi will take any action or make a statement on the incident. Wizards of the Coast previously commented on a case in 2021 when another MTG artist, Jason Felix, was said to have stolen art from both fans and fellow MTG artists. Raymond Swalland, 
At the time, Watsi commented, quote, These actions do not reflect the values of Wizards, and as a result, we will be suspending future work with Jason Felix until we have been able to bring this matter to successful conclusion. Now, the thing is, does not look... Here we go. So... <laughs> <laughs> Have you all seen the comparison here? Now, yeah, this, yeah. this is going to be a little more for those watching live. We'll do our best to describe it here. So, like I was saying, the pictures of a guy holding a bobble like, with magic aura around it in the air. But the background is what matters. There are stairs, a wall, and a forest. There is an art done by Lorenzo Lafricani. And all that it looks like that has happened that um, Sanford, not Sanford, Sonorid did, was uh, image flip it. And yep. then just change the lighting on it because if and you look take at out some pieces and minorly change some uh, shrubbage. Yep, change the shrubbage. Got rid of a person. The fauna. The the wall is the same. The little window spacers there. The the stones on the step are in the exact, exact. same Jeez. position and stuff. There was someone that had a gif on uh, Imager <laughs> that had it reversed and showed like where it like faded in between the Wayfarer's bobble art and the yeah. art from Laf uh Lorenzo here. <laughs> it's Lorenzo. Wow. This is yeah. Oof. Oof. The um I don't know. From last time with Jason Felix, he said that he was overworked, if I remember correctly, this is me just going off the top, I remember from when we covered it the other yeah. year, that he was like overwork and some of the demands he just had to like slap things together and get it submitted. The fact that uh, Sanford came out, Sanford came out ahead of this before Watsi made their post and stuff, oh, I don't know. I don't know how much overworked you are when all you do is paint a dude holding a bobble. And then the background was just slap paste. Well, I mean, arguably, there's probably like multiple pieces of work that an artist is doing. You know, little well, I, devil's advocates listen, here. I I can I will understand that to an extent, but I mean the the to deliberately steal art though, just to finish a piece. Yeah, the the, the great part. They, they easily could at least pick something that was like in the market for being usable for something, Scru versus like someone's art piece that's not. Like for free use, Scryfall went on and credited uh, Lorenzo Lafricani into the Wayfarers Bobble arts. When you like Google it, That's they, cool. they did the credit. As of tonight, still nothing from Watsi on uh, them addressing this. But uh, Lorenzo says here on Twitter at Watsi, just want to let you know one of your artists stole one of my paintings to paste it as the background of their illustration. I don't even want to know the reason behind it. It's so stupid that deserves a prize. LOL. And the the other artist isn't even magic affiliated, which is the funniest yeah. part. Yeah, Lorenzo? Yeah. Not even. It does Just, beautiful scenery. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Watsi should hire them. I see. I sense a new panorama land person. <laughs> Maybe. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah. He, here we have, uh, as of 16 hours ago, an update from... An update from Lorenzo. Me and this artist have already clarified this thing privately. Uh, they took a screenshot of, this is bad, mess, mess, uh, as I was clear from the beginning and was also officially with Watsi privately. To me, this is not just a mistake and nothing more. No idea why people think they need, they need to be this bad online. I'm in the damaged parts and I'm okay. Why are you so angry about this? Yeah, a wrong thing was done, but that doesn't allow you to nothing more than showing you your disagree in a polite way. Uh, this is a little harder to read. Uh, this, uh, Seems like it's a mix-mash of like 
uh, back and forth messaging. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be, if you're going beyond this, you are wrong. Please be kind and stop abusing the artist's social media. You can choose how to show your point of view, and looks like you're choosing the wrong one. And this is in response to someone going out and making a message to David, uh, the guy, and saying mean things. So. Uh, uh. Yeah. If it happened once, it'll happen again. Yeah, I mean, but if Watsy was smart, though, they should really hire Lorenzo out for doing some land art and stuff. No like that. kidding! Holy That's fuck! Great looking art. It's amazing art this guy's got. Yeah, what? Why is this guy not doing art for nope, fucking they magic? Did. They had <gasps> really. Yeah, oh. they did uh, Tales of Middle Earth Commander. Woo! This Ghost Quarter. Nice. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah, because that's from the inner scene when they're. Uh, trying to get the hey look he's really good at doing stairs no wonder the other guy took from yeah i think lorenzo's a okay so maybe he's done some stuff then. Yeah. that's great never mind hey watsy fix the problem hire this guy more hire this yeah hire this guy more he's good they're good real good god just art skill and stuff just come on all right anthony let's hear about these secret layers Ooh, we got the Secretversary 2023 edition. And yes, this does include the Tomb Raider stuff we talked about last week. That's right. So, going till 11.27 at 11.59 p.m. Specifically Pacific time. Specifically Pacific time. Oh, yeah. Always will be. Uh, you can get 10% off on these bundle deals. All right. So, I'm just going to like kind of run through these bundle deals quick because they are... A lot of them. Uh, You have the goodie bag loaded with everything bundle, which is everything. This is, I'm pretty sure. Is it everything? Are you sure it's everything? It's labeled everything. It's everything, but I'm pretty sure it's everything. Um, So this is your, uh, let me just double check. I'm pretty sure this is your. Does it have the basic land pack in it? It's your foil bundle and not, no, there's no basic land pack in this. Yes, there is. (laughs) I know. Just kidding. Yes, the foil. Everything? Yeah, everything. Everything. Anyways, this is the one that you get the foils bundle. All done, foil bundle. (laughs) Um, Then you have just your goodie bag loaded with foils bundle. And then you have your goodies bag loaded with non-foil bundle. Now, all these are cut at a nice Nice new pricing. So the first one of everything, you can get it instead of six fifty nine eighty two, you can get it for four hundred ninety nine and ninety nine cents. For the foil loaded bundle bag, instead of three seventy nine ninety one, you can get it for two ninety nine ninety nine. And for the non foil bundle bag, instead of two seventy nine ninety one, you can get it for two nineteen ninety nine. Now, if you want my opinion. Feel, That's probably the best one to get I if you want like all the, the cool cards. I feel like I could use woman logic on my wife on this one. You probably you're gonna, could. You're going to do girls math? Girls math, Girls yeah. math. All right. Babe, it's on sale. <laughs> it's on sale. Um, that $10. <laughs> the, the extra bit. You ready? Yeah. Because before Anthony gets into all these, uh, yeah. if you spend $200 or more, yes. you get a Locust God promotional card. And yep. it's, it's, it's a, a sick art. I dig it. It's pretty cool. It's got a very ancient theme. It yeah. does play off the Aztecian type design and the Ixalan type mixture of stuff. So it's awesome. So if you had the cool Scarab God DJing from last year, well, now you can one. have a fucking cool Get one where one. it's just like a painting on a wall. So so I, if I approach this with girl math going, <laughs> it's, it's on sale. It's on sale. It's a sale. Plus, I get a promotional 
piece card yeah. of art. I don't yeah. think that could fail. How, okay, so I got to know the <laughs> the details cuz we've all seen the girl math videos oh, yeah. where they try to like describe in detail how they go where where's the savings on this? We'll see. What, what makes it basically free? The <laughs> the basically free part are you ready? Yeah. Anthony will go over when he talks about some of the cards that are in all of the secret layers. Yeah. Notice how I'm not taking away from his time. Other than I'm going to use girl math to convince my wife to let me buy Hey, man, I'm all for the girl math concept. Okay, and then you have your next bundle, which is Welcome to Jurassic World bundle, which normally runs around $139.96. Well, you can get it for $109.99. What? And that will give you both the foil and non-foil versions of Life Breaks Free and Dr. Ian Malcolm. And then, of course, we're moving on to the good old... Lorecraft Adventuring Bundle, foil edition. Once again, same pricing. So, what? It's Laura Croft. I said Croft. You said Craft. Did I say Craft? I I apologize. I meant to say Croft. Play back the tape. I said Craft. I'm sorry. It's Croft. Anyways, uh, in this one, you get a Secret Lair Tomb Raider foil edition. You get Tales of the Time Stoppers foil edition. And you get Through the Wormhole foil edition for that bundle. The next bundle you have is the non-foil version, which is $99.97 normally. Well, you can get it for $75.99. And once again, same ones, but a non-foil version. They also have the Holiday Gift Bag Bundle Foil Edition and the non-foil edition. First one being valued at $129.97, which you can get for $99.99. Second one being a $9.97 normally, $69.99. This one includes, for everyone that wants to know, for either one, you can get the Through the Wormhole Galaxy Foil Edition, Gift Wrap Foil Edition, and one Paradise, Paradise Frost Foil Edition. And that's for the foil one. Non-foil, you get the other price. And then for the last bundle edition you can get, you have the Jungle Bundle Edition that comes in both foil and non-foil. And this one is originally for foil. It's $119.97, $89.99 for the deal right now. Or you can get it for $89.97, or $69.99 for the non-foil edition. And the ones that come for this one is your options of a Secret Lair Jurassic World Life Breaks Free, Jurassic World Dr. Ian Malcolm, and then the Showcase, The Lost Caverns of Ixalan. So those are your bundles. I do want to emphasize, it does seem that you'll get 10% off that final price at checkout. See, yes. that's where the free comes in. Thank there you. There it is. So, so already they're like... So not only did they like give you a deal... 20% off on the bundles. Yep. Oh, wait. Here, here's going to be my question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it $200 before any discounts <laughs> that I get the card or after? We'll keep reading and we'll figure that out. Yeah, you guys keep reading. I'm going to continue on because I got to get through all these so I can tell everybody all these cool cards that we got. So, starting off with the first secret layer option that you can just buy separately, you can get the Tomb Raider edition version, which the original foil version is $49.99, or you can get the non-foil version for $39.99. Now, this is now the special Tomb Raider edition one that has, of course, the taking of cards, and we're slapping on the characters from Tomb Raider with Laura Croft and everything else. But you get some pretty good deals in here for things. First off, you get Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, her very own card. So the universe is beyond, which means down the road we will see a universes win version. 
in six months, I think, is their time frame still yep. of putting universes beyond secret layers into the list section. The list. So what you get with her as a cool character, you get a blue or you get a green, blue, and red mana cost. For a 3-4 legendary creature, Human Ranger, with first strike and reach, and says, whenever Laura Croft attacks, exile up to one target legendary artifact card or legendary land card from a graveyard and put a discovery counter on it, you may play a card from exile with a discovery counter on it this turn. She also has Raid. They're bringing back the Raid mechanic. No way for Tomb Raider. That's amazing. Good play. Uh, her Raid mechanic is at the end of combat on your turn, if you attack this turn, create a treasure token. I mean, I don't see a problem with this right now. This is amazing. Matt, sell a card. Yeah, sell a card. Garrett, any opinion on this card? I talked about it. Or no, I didn't oh. really talk about it last week. We we did talk about the Laura Croft one last yeah, week. Laura Croft okay. was what was announced. All right. So, so it's a good card. Solid card. Somebody doesn't listen to the episodes. Yeah. Clearly. I was really even excited. though listen. even though he's giving like play-by-play of the recorded version to all of us who were there. I know, right? It's a great time. (laughs) Hey, I was just really excited about the thing last week for Conjure Currency stuff. All right. You get a nice... skipped right past the secret layer. I probably did, actually, to tell you the truth. All right. Now you get your slap-on new card, or slap-on new card art, new card name for old card that we got. Okay. This is the part where I do have some words. That's fine. Can I do it after? Or can you do it after I'm done? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, so we have Heart of the Explorer, which is the new version of Search for Ascanta. Oh, never mind. I thought you moved on to the next one. No, I got to go through the Laura Croft one stuff. Well, I, hustle up. I'm I, going, man. I do want to say real quick, I think this is the first time that uh, Search for Ascanta is getting reprinted with the errata of Surveil 1 of note. Yeah. Yes, this is the first time, which is good. Um, and then it flips over to the Ascanta, the Sunken Ruin one, which is the Lost Valley. So there's a dinosaur on there. People want a dinosaur? Get a dinosaur. Uh, you have Storms of Yamatai, which is the new Anger of the Gods. Very interesting. Like, nice little boat getting destroyed by some lightning, you know. Uh, you also have Bow of Nylea reprinted as the Grim Whisper, which is the legendary artifact that she's holding for a special bow. You have Todex Spear, which is the new Shadow Spear. You have Kitsith, or Kitith, Sunken City, which is the new Academy Ruins. Treasure Token, that's special. And that's it. Overall, either one of these is really good to get. Very solid reprints. And also Laura Croft herself, very solid legendary creature. So my vote, get one of these if you can. If you can't, understandable. Then we're going to move on to the Jurassic World stuff. So this is where I have words. This is Which one, the Ian Malcolm or the, the dinosaur one? Ian. Okay, well, that was a second. So this one we're going to go through quick. You have new art put on with the dinosaurs. So you have a Tully Primal Storm as Tyrannosaurus Rex. You have Rampaging Ferocidon as Velociraptor. Polyraptor as Indominus Rex. Wayward Sawtooth as Triceratops. Registor Alpha as Spinosaurus. Um, once again, this is one like if you like the arts, go for the arts. Otherwise, the cards, this is very much a... I would say a low value kind of yeah. thing. Um, none of them like Polyraptor and Rampaging Ferocidon are probably the most expensive out of this one. So you're going to break even on this foils. And also too, 
this is going to be throughout this entire thing. All the foil versions are thirty nine ninety nine. Non foil are twenty nine ninety nine for these ones. Just the Laura Croft one was ten dollars more than normal. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, now we have the this one that Garrett is very upset about. I'm not upset. I'm laughing. Oh, okay. Inside. All right. On, so on. then it's so quiet that you can hear the boners at the bottom of the table. <laughs> hey, don't spill my beer. Hey, man. Everybody loves That's alcohol abuse. Everybody loves Burt Reynolds here. Wow, man. I'm just going to kill you one of these days. All right. So then you get the one that's dedicated to Dr. Ian Malcolm, uh, which is Laboratory Maniac is Chaotic Chaos Titian. You have Tasha's Hideous Laughter as Malcolm's Mercule Mirth, Tasgar the Golden Fang with the famous uh, scene of him shirtless. Go yep. Ian Malcolm there. Everybody. Let's go change our panties real quick because yep. clearly we're all wet after this. Which is the Ian Covalescent Charmer. You have the Atla Polani Nest Tender as Dr. Ian Malcolm. And you get a special egg token, which also has Ian Malcolm staring at the dinosaur popping out, which is the Velociraptor. I didn't, um, didn't realize that Ryan Reynolds, everybody just melted for him. In yeah, sure, sure, sure did. Garrett, what's your thing since Matt's being stupid? It's, it's more or less that I just, I feel like there had to be some connection to the original art like when the card first came out of being like oh guys this, this, like it it's ian from ian malcolm from jurassic park except for it's a magic card and then they go and just put the most famous yep still frame of the movie the the most famous thing of him just hanging out shirtless well, oh, my partial leg. shirt break. My legs hurt. My uh, leg is hurt. I can't uh, do anything yeah. to help out. Uh. It was just I, when I saw this one, I just laughed my ass off because I'm like, thank you for finding a way to put that in there. I'm going to say right now, if you don't buy this because of that one card, you're failing. Or if you don't just buy that card in general when it comes on the market, but like you need to have it. It's such a famous meme. The art for this, like the the the, the original printing. This is something that you're going to be putting above your fireplace and having yeah. sexy time, and Burt Reynolds is going to be staring down at you. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> All right. Now we have the next uh, next one, which is Tales of the Time Stopper. Uh, this one, you get new arts for Beacon of Tomorrow. Most importantly, Nexus of Fate. Which is the first reprinting of it. Yep. Nexus of Fate, which was a box topper. Holy fuck. Uh, you also have Time Reversal and Time Stop. And I'll tell you right now, all these are really fucking cool, actually. <laughs> like, I like I dig these a the lot. Art. I dig the fact that they all got some reprints to them. So, well, especially Nexus of Fate for those That's people who have been looking for huge. it. huge. And you can get it in foil, too. So, I mean, you don't have to worry about pringliness. Oh, my non foil? Oh, well, both. Yeah, non foil and foil. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, for people that want foils, though, of, that, yeah. of Nexus of Fate, this is nice. Um, after that, we have the Mycosynth Wave. So this is a bundle that is all, or this is a package deal. It's all about the idea of the Mycosynth and a kind of futuristic type of look. So you get Mycosynth Golem, Mycosynth Lattice, and Mycosynth Wellspring. And also, once again, this, as a non-foil bundle, I think this is actually pretty decently priced. Uh, your Mycosynth Lattice, even though it's banned in uh, modern, it is actually still a very high dollar card. Commander, because maybe. of Commander. Yep. Commander, and then there's some... Other weird legacy decks that once in a while use it too. So it's still a $20 card. You're making up a lot of money on that. Uh, your Golem and your Wellspring. Eh, but and like for the last one, I forgot to mention too, like Nexus of Fate is probably the big card in that yeah. one. So 
then after that, you get the Through the Wormhole. And also, again, we get another Galaxy Foil Edition, which there here's the breakdown of a difference. Galaxy Foil Edition is $49.99. The regular versions of these cards are $29.99. If you missed out on the last one, don't miss out on this one. These Galaxy Foils are really cool. Galaxy Foils first shown in Infinity in April. That was the first time we had those. And then we had a secret layer. Yeah, the secret layer that came after that, yep. which were the the space lands. Yep, yep, space lands, strip mine, uh, fable passage, all those had a good review. Everybody loved the galaxy foils. Oh, I I liked mine. So, uh, but through the wormhole, what you can get for either version, you get yourself a new arcane signet, lightning greave, soul ring, thought vessel, command tower. Uh, this one, I'm gonna tell this you, one is called, hands- <laughs> this one is called your commander starter secret layer. Yes, yeah. <laughs> hands down. <laughs> Just get the Galaxy Foil one. Don't even waste your time with the regulars because you can buy all the regular stuff for like pennies of the dollar. Yeah. So ignore that second part of oh, this exists. B- big shout out to the artist uh, Danny Pendergast on this because these are truly pennies. Oh, no. They're beautiful. Like 100% beautiful. But I'm telling you right now, I will not buy these unless they're in Galaxy Foil. Like this is this needs to be in Galaxy Foil. These are so good. Um, after that, you get the showcase of the Lost Caverns of Ixalan. This is where we get to see some legends come back with the new showcase uh, Ixalan archetype model that they use. And let me tell you, these are fucking point, like point cards that you you can love for their design. You get Captain Lannery Storm, you get Admiral Beckett Brass, Elena the Dust Rose, Kumena, Tyrant of Arazga, and Vana, Butcher of Magan. Uh, yes. Fuck, these are so yes. cool. That Vana though is real. I like that Vana art a lot. Dude, the Kumena is way, way more intense. Like, look at that. Oh, I mean, that's that's a fucking dude you don't mess with, man. Yeah, it's like you came to Araska without an invitation. Please see yourself out before I slice you up. Exactly. He didn't even say that. He just sliced you up. <laughs> <laughs> you did, son. There's just a warning sign outside of it, like one step outside of it. Like, dude, just fucking turn back, man. Yep. And then you have the Paradise Frost. Um, again, we get some snow-covered lands. These are also very awesome snow-covered lands. Like, They're I'm, beautiful. I love these. I didn't even know this until like tonight, and I looking at it through these, and I'm like, holy Christ. Artist, these are just beautiful. The artist is called Elk64. Well, Elk, you fucking rocked it out of the park. Uh, and then the last one. Run. Hold on, hold on. Got oh. a shout-out here. With the uh forest there fox alert a mew there's a fox in a snow-covered forest here which is yep. unfortunate because your fox deck is white, white. <laughs> no 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 no. he has he has the new bright palm guy yeah there you so go so he can use the fox that's right i do i love the snow-covered mountain probably the most the little little goat, <laughs> goat. <laughs> like i said they're all really beautiful i think those are amazing and then the last one is your gift wrapped and oh, you wrapped it. I wrapped it. That's so nice of you. And this one comes with Giver of Runes, Distant Melody, Cathartic Reunion, Moments Peace, and Homeward Path. And this one is literally the card design stuff is all like wrapping paper. So it's not not my jive, but not everybody's jive. Nope. But you know, it's unique. Danny, it's on the other hand, he can have a ho- new Homeward Path now for his deck. I think Danny would. Yeah, Danny's the kind of guy that would take this. This is the. These are the kind of cards that you put in a frame. I feel yeah. before you would play them necessarily. Maybe. I don't know. And just a, a quick update for those of you who are going to capitalize on this ten percent off at on Black Friday stuff. You do need to spend two hundred actual dollars. 
So ten percent off. It's like yep. af- it's you gotta spend two hundred after discounts and yep. tax. Yep. So like I did the to uh, also get the goodie uh, bags the loaded with non foil bundle, which is at uh two hundred and nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. The ten percent off puts it just under two hundred. Yep, yep. So I was like, Oh, let's see if this will work. It didn't. So you'd right, have right. to add one of those things on there. So if you're going to do the non-foil bundle, do that. And then, like Anthony said, get yourself some Galaxy Foils. Make that your, yeah. your put you over the top of 200 list. So, Yeah. Although, and then also, too, you get after $200 spent, too, you get the Locust God. Yeah, that's that's why I'm saying do that because yeah. then you get the Locust God. And then you also get the, the surprise cards that are yes. in all of the secret layers. So. I'm not gonna lie. This is this one feels okay. Granted, like there's some some of them that like are a little unnecessary to really get technically, but like yep. this is compared to last year's like secretversity, like Christmas theme time stuff. Like this one seems like a lot better than we had last year. Well, of course, we got Bert Kreischer shirtless on a card. I know, right? But I'm also really excited to see what the countdown calendar type thing is going to be this year i know i was was talking to my wife about that earlier that's what i'm excited about yeah that one's probably the one i'll try to convince my wife to just be like i i need this we got we got to make it clear there's nothing as of tonight that's the the 20th one day the 20th of november that was announced if i'm not mistaken the countdown calendar was announced at the same time as the anniversary last year Last year it was yes. Yeah. So this year I guess maybe we don't we know. don't know. We hope because it was cool. But yeah. We don't know. Well, I think don't sales take, were really good for it too. Though, so well, they had That's to crazy. they had to do a second release of it, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it sold out so fast. The pre-orders and stuff in it to the point where like Matt getting the ones for Danny and Matt and I, yeah. we almost opened Danny's for him. But <laughs> oh my god, I forgot that I did that. Yeah. yeah. Like. Because they it got was, in there first. I was about to say, and if they do another one, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> like, just order me one. Because I, I, as we found out, I can't, I can get on to fucking Reddit. Yeah, yeah. But I can't Reddit. get on to buy <laughs> shit from Secret Lair. Go, go to r slash buy stuff. That has to be a subreddit. Buy your stuff on there. <laughs> no, I, the other what? fellow teacher, magic player, and I are tempted to go to our, IT specialist for the whole district and go, okay, let's 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 readjust some shit, shall we? R slash IT how to fix. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise that's what I got for the whole secretversary stuff. So well speaking of some uh secretversary type of stuff, yeah. uh if you've been taking advantage of these festival in a box that go hand in hand with Magicon events, which we've already talked about, well oh wait, you haven't been able to do that? But you do have an LGS in your area? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, thanks. We have LGSs. Oh, have they met the WPN metrics? What's a WPN metric? I'll talk about it later. <laughs> well, we've got I've got some news for you. Watsi announced that they are going to do a WPN festival in a store box event. No way. As a part of their celebrations for MagicCon. Tell so me about it. I'm going to, dear listener, with a high tenory soprano y voice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so each Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Good lord. So each box supports a uh <laughs> supports the festival in a store play experience for eight players, okay? So the idea behind this is 
Um, stores will get one of these, use it to uh, make an event. Um, as far as me reading the article, it didn't sound like any store would get more than one of these. Oh, really? That's what it huh. seemed like. Huh. I could be very wrong with how I'm interpreting that. Well, I hope you are, but I mean, you also might not be wrong at all. Well, because the idea behind this and in the article, and I don't do it in our show notes, they actually talk about how to like. It does say, please note, you must use the festival in a box at your store you receive for this event only. You cannot sell it. So it is for an event. It's not for sale. So probably Uh, X amount of events that they run. Yeah. uh, But it, it, like, it doesn't really say, like, hey, each store will get up to X number of boxes, potentially, if they meet the metrics. It says here, running, running your events in the same way this product has been used at MagicCon events throughout 2023. As these events only serve eight players, you can consider running qualifiers or having some seats dedicated to your regular so customers as part of a repeat play loyalty program. So like I said, the way I interpreted this was they are if they meet the criteria, they're only getting one box. I don't know. Maybe they got more. I don't know. If they're saying maybe. Long story short. Pay attention pay attention to yeah. your LGSs if they announce they get the box and are going to do an event, do the event. Um, so I, I will talk about first what's in the box and then I will talk about what the matrix or metrics are. So the context of the box is one mystery booster convention edition booster box. So this is the display unit with 24 booster packs. Yay! Uh, one, Dan Fazer's Mox box foil etched secret layer drop one relentless rats non-foil secret layer promo by graham yarrington and then one chaos draft booster grab bag which here are the breakdown of the boosters one dominaria remastered and these are all drafter boosters okay so i won't need to go into that have they not played boosters yet they're not play boosters yet, dear listener. God, that is creepy. They are dra- they are draft boosters. Uh, three God. Modern Horizons two packs, one Dominaria United, one Brothers War, two Streets of New Capenna, four Kamagawa Neon Dynasty, three Wilds of Eldraine, four March of the Machines, one Phyrexia All Will Be One, and two of each of the Innistrad. So two Crimson Vow, two Midnight Hunt. Now this is the point where that soprano voiced listener can come back. Now I what hear are the metrics. I hear you may be asking, guys, what are the metrics? The metrics, the metrics. What the hell are these metrics that the a WPN needs to meet before getting a festival in a store box? Is well, this what happens when people get facial hair? Yes, they get deeper voices. Deep voices. Yes. And that's called a metric? No. Uh the, the, the metrics are so all WPN members must meet the baseline metric required to remain part of the network. Currently, the minimum requirements are 250 tickets or 250 event passes sold for an event or events throughout the whole year and five engaged players annually. So five new players or five repeat players coming in. And this... So as of March 1st, 2024, the snapshot matrix metrics will no longer be in effect and only the live metrics. So they're going to switch from 
historical information to all live information. Easy enough? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so like I said, keep an eye out for your LGS uh, if you've got one in your ear to make any announcements on if they're getting a festival in a store box and what events could be held as part of that. So. I, I I don't know. I do think that they are pro- that they have a chance. Your LGS has a chance to get more than one because they're using plural of running qualifiers or having some seats but dedicated. Those, those are qualifiers to play in that event, it seems like. That's why I'm saying... The way I'm interpreting it says that if a store qualifies for getting one, okay. they're only getting one. Talk to your LGS. Yeah. Um, because they do, they talk a little bit more about how to break down how to run the event and all that jazz. So there you go. All so right. So much jazz. So much jazz. All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Conjured Currency Weekly Winners Game? Who's playing this week? Did you read the article? No, I didn't read the article. Well, we did announce last week that we're going to take turns on not reading the article. Hey, so are you going to like it's my turn to play? Or Matt, did you read it? I did not. So, do we want to start off with the infamous man who started this game? We started with Casey last week. Give Anthony a chance. All right, Anthony, it is. Yeah, I'll try it out. Yeah, gotta get him on the board. You know, Matt just has to bring a card up for me so I can see what it looks like. I will be shifting. Yep, my screen. Right there. there we go. Because Matt will make it so that way Anthony can see the card at least, and you, dear listeners, can also see the card. So if you are watching live and want to play at home, sorry, I need to adjust my mic. Sorry, it's adjusting. Well, I switched sides of the table, so you can't I read know. my screen. I know. All right, so here we go. The first card, uh, sorry, the rules and the more information. We get this article from mtg stocks weekly winners article where they talk about three to four cards moving up in price three to four cards moving down in price so uh the game we like to play is one of us will not read the article it used to be traditionally just matt because he was busy with dad stuff and wouldn't read the article so we ended up making up this game um so the part of the game is we will i will give you the price information as it was on friday the price information as it is today what the card is what it does what set it's from and you need to identify what set or what what, what format. format is causing it to go up. And, and then if it's, if it's commander, you need to identify the commander. If it's a non-commander format, in your mind, you need to at least be in the realm of like... A deck thing. A deck. Yeah. So you don't need to go, oh, yes, the uh, deck that was played by... It's modern Rakdos Scam. By, by uh, I mean, Matthew... Matthew Olsen on <laughs> February 23rd. This is the deck that's causing it to go up. No, you don't need that. I just need like, hey, it's a, it's it's going in scam decks. It's a new card that's going in yeah, scam decks. I'm yeah. going to want that. In that tone even too. Hold up your nose. Make sure it doesn't fall off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Just kidding. All right. So our first card up is Ripples of Potential. And as of Friday, Ooh. this was sitting at $19.97. It went up 648%. This is for the standard version, not that borderless extended art stuff. What does it do? Well, first off, dear sir, yeah. the average price as of today, which is what people are trying to sell it for, is $14.63. Market price, which is what people are trying to buy it for, is $12.63. European average is €3.66. There are only two versions of this card. The extended art version, which is sitting at $8.99, €3.78. And then this version that we're talking about, which is the normal 
All time low, two dollars and thirty four cents. All time high, thirty six dollars and thirty seven cents. Now, crap, they haven't updated it. So, this is a card that is legal in Oathbreaker. There you go. Legacy, vintage, and stand are not standard, but commander because it does come from the commander Lost Caverns of Ixalan stuff. For one and a blue, you get an instant that reads proliferate, and then choose any number of permanents you control that had a counter put on them this way. Those permanents phase out. And there is the reminder text that, oh, geez. For phasing? Yep. So while to proliferate, choose any number of permanents and or players. Reminder, you can up poison counters. Then give another counter of each kind already there. Treat phase-out permanents and anything attached to them, so your counters you just put on them, as though they don't exist until they return next turn. Okay? Phasing. It's coming back, dog. So, good sir, good Anthony. Yeah. Can you name that format and within the format... (laughs) What is causing it to go up? I'm going to go with Commander. Okay. So I need the Commander that you think is causing it to go up. You have a potential for a whole point if you get it correct on both fronts. This is all about proliferating and then phasing. So the phasing part, I feel like, is not the most important part. I feel like it's more of the proliferation part. Um, so the commander, uh, let's see, definitely not the new precon stuff with merfolk. It's blue, so it can go with anything. I have a strange feeling it's something to do with Doctor Who, but I have no idea the commanders for that one. So I'm just gonna... I'm just going to take a sidestep and just try to just do the half point part. So I'm just going to say something to do with the Doctor Who Commander stuff. Not Doctor Who today on this one. It is dealing with some former Ixalan stuff, though. But it is Commander, though. And you kind of talked yourself out of it. It is Commander. You kind of talked yourself out of it a little bit because you brought up Merfolk, and it's a Merfolk Commander. Is it? It's not like Vorinclad. No, it's... uh, That's the one thing I couldn't think of. Kumina. Oh, so it's with Kumina. Okay. So, I, I wasn't sure. I, <sighs> another card the article yeah. looks to uh, suggests you uh, place some interest in is Wave Goodbye. So for two and yeah. two blue, you get a sorcery return each creature without a plus one plus one counter to its owner's hand. And Wave Goodbye, that was out of the Doctor Who stuff, right? Nope, that's out of the, the Ixalan Commander stuff too. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. All right. All right. All right. So there we go. Half a point. Half, Half a, a point. point. All right. So here we go. Next card. Uh, Grima, Saruman's footman, and this oh, is the regular Grima version. Okay, worm tongue. So went up sixty percent, or six, yeah, sixty percent to two dollars and seventy one cents. Oh my god, my okay. wallet! I know, right? <laughs> so average price today is sitting at two dollars and seventy nine cents. Market price three dollars and thirty cents, baby. Oof, look at that! It's going up more. All right, so and European average is eighty seven cents. This does have, let's see here. It, so I believe the way this works is the foil, non-foil of both the extended and regular arts on here. Okay. 
So all-time low, $0.74, cents, all-time high, $12.99. So look at that. You're already capitalizing on what could be a good card. I was also going to say, too, a reminder, the uh, extended foils for a lot of the Commander stuff, you can only get in the sample packs. Oh, yes. So remember yep. that, too. That is why. That's why you see the extended one ring, super expensive foil. Which, side, quick side tangent, yeah. a buddy of ours oh. pulled one. <gasps> really? Jake. Good for him. Yeah. Nice. Also, little side tangent, this guy looks like the guy that has to ride on an airplane, like his own private jet, because demons are on first class. <laughs> that preacher guy. I mean, blowing, yeah. the, blowing the demons out of you. He looks like that guy. All right. So um, now uh, for two and a blue and black, you get a legendary human advisory or, or human advisor, not advisory. Sorry, I teach and advisory is the name of the game. Listen. You get a one four that is legal in Oathbreaker, Legacy, Vintage, and Commander. That reads uh, Grimma cannot be blocked whenever Grimma deals damage to a player. That player exiles cards from the top of their library until they reveal an instant or a sorcery card. You may cast that without paying its mana cost. Then that player puts all the exiled cards that weren't cast this way on the bottom of the library in a random order. So, good sir, can you name that format? Uh, commander. Okay. Can you name uh, the commander and or card that is mentioned that is causing this to go up? Well, it's something to do with the fact that it can't be blocked, and you're trying to get the whole randomization and kind of a cascady thing going. So, I mean, like, is it like a new deck sparked for itself? I will. I will give you this much. It is not itself. It oh. is not itself. That is not the reason. Okay. So it has to be a real thing. Okay. Yep. Um, and Matt, before you go off on me for giving a hint, it's at least a hint to get him to probably get himself to talk himself out of the right answer. Yeah, so, that's that's fair. I would accept that. I wasn't even getting on you for, getting on you for that. So <laughs> I'll give small hints small when hints. I'm not the one guessing. So um, blue, black. Uh, I'm going to say some new tech type thing for a Trotta. I don't know. That's what you're going with? Going yeah. with that? Yeah, I don't know. That. Give the man half a point. Yep. So, talks about two cards. One of which it could be a feasible option in for the commander itself, which is Don Andres, the renegade, so the new pirate commander. Out of the Exelon oh, stuff. The the other Grixis Pirate. Yep. So Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And uh it does talk about a Doctor Who card. Visser Tor Log. Um so that one say it again slowly. Visser Tor Log. Hey, roll it down so I can see these cards, man. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yep. Um so it talks about mainly going in the uh Don Andres, the Renegade deck. Um, which was released. It fits the right colors. It's good as a pirate. Yeah. You can plunder. It cares about creatures and spells you don't control but own. You get to raid. Yep. So, um, but it does also fit well with Don's theme of doing things like uh, the Beast, the Deathless Prince, which is a card from the Doctor Who sets. Um, and then you've also got uh, Descendant Dragon from Wilds of Eldraine as well. So, cool. Yep. All right. I'll tell you, I'm gonna be real honest. This guessing like the commander thing is super hard. It it 
It's a lot of cards. Matt has gotten it right. Like I said, Blind Squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. He yeah. has gotten it right sometimes, which is awesome. Which makes me think he actually reads the article and just puts it on for a show. It's possible. It could it's, be. I guarantee you it's not. Okay. Just some lucky-ass guessing, then. Lucky-ass guessing. <laughs> Blind Squirrel I finds know, a nut. I know my shit. Sometimes, I may too. not sometimes. think I'm smart, but I know things I word. I know things, man. All right, so I drink the, and I know things. The next card we, we got do. coming. That's the little goblin from Harry Potter that makes that comment, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah, whatever yep. you think. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say. I mean, I know you don't watch a movie, so that clearly tells me a lot. So I'm right, right? Sure. All right, so the next yeah. card, we've got Court of Lockwain. Court of Lockwain? Lockwain. Lockwain. Which, as of Friday, was sitting at $3. $3 even, no cent. It went oh. up 51%. Okay. okay. But here we go. If you didn't capitalize this on Friday with the weekly winners article, oh, shit, you're already paying the price because average price is sitting at $4.47. God damn. Market price, which is even higher, $4 and 60 noise cents. Noise. <laughs> and foils, $4.67. Goddamn Pringles, man. <laughs> European average, <laughs> sitting at $1.13. Uh, all-time hot, low for this one, $1.33. All-time high, $5.98. And that, then this one just has... Um, I thought you were say all-time hot. I was like, what is going yeah. on? Yeah. Hot, yeah. man. Hot. Yeah. Gotta get it. Yeah. Um, so this one just has the regular printing, no extended or yep. anything like that. It is, le- damn it, it's another card I actually have to read from the screenshot. It's legal in. MTG stocks. Get they're, it. they're working on their stuff, man. They got other stuff like weekly winners articles to post off. They got a lot of articles to write. Uh, Oathbreaker, Legacy, Vintage, and Commander. I'm never going to forget Oathbreaker now because of freaking Nomad. <laughs> so... I'm not gonna say Oathbreaker until we actually see it, but yeah. Well, it is a it is a recognized format, and it's not on their legal not legal page. All right, so for Scryfall, I'm not, talking for MTG stocks. I know, but I'm saying also for but oh. not for Wizards though. Anyway, all right, so for two and two black, you get an enchantment that reads: When Court of Lockwain enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. Give me that crown. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of opponents. target opponent library you may play that card as long as it remains exiled and mana of any type can be spent to cast it if you're the monarch until end of turn you may cast a spell from among cards exiled with court of lockwain without paying its mana cost okay commander we're just gonna say it right now you sure Uh uh-huh okay going in commander all right uh it's all about exiling cards uh-huh. off your opponent's decks. Sure. And try to play in them for free. Uh-huh. It's a black card. Yeah. So let's go on any fucking black deck. God uh-huh. damn it. Uh-huh. Oh. Yep. Um yep. who would be the commander that goes to this theme? Besides the hundreds of cards I could pick from. Uh I'm going to say it's uh, something to do with the pirate stuff. Admirals, Emma Becker, Bass, Precon deck. That's final answer. Sorry, the, the Admiral? That's the, what you're going the, with? The, I don't, no, don't, not her. 
uh, the other dude. I'm going to go with the other dude. I can't remember his name. The other dude? Yeah. The other dude? It's the Grixis Pirate guy. That's what I'm going to go with. Grixis Pirate guy? The sure. other dude? Yeah, the other dude. The other dude? I'm probably wrong. I don't care. What would you say right now if I said you just talked yourself out of the right wrong answer or the right answer? That it's actually for Beckett Brass, is like the yeah the precon. What if I told you that that's what was happening? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, you can be still be surprised because good God, he earned a full fucking point. Woo! Because when he said the other guy, he was talking about Don Andres, who we just talked about, and I was gonna sit here and throw my mouse at him. If he didn't at least allude to it. Uh, but some of the other commanders that are um, finding some love for this enchantment uh, and that care about you being the monarch. Dude, Starscream. Power hungry. He wants that crown, baby. Oh, I get that. <laughs> I I get that. I mean, like, clearly also Queen Marchesa. Yeah, I get Queen Marchesa that. Is the but I mean one. like they're not the reason why. No, they're they not just the benefit. They just they are they are mentioned as well. Yes. But all right, so that's the end of the weekly winners game. Anthony and Casey are tied on the scoreboard with two points. They are indeed. Cool. So uh cheap pickups. Who got them? First got them. let's go with Triumph of Saint Catherine. This one comes from the command or the Warhammer 40k decks. Five dollars moving up. Big thank you to Premium Penny Stocks for pointing this card out. Next up, we have Retro Frame Worldly Tutor from Dominaria Remastered. Nine dollars moving down. This is one of those cases of oh how the mighty have fallen because Worldly Tutor, its original printing, I think had like a it was like a fifty sixty dollar. Back time, in Mirage, yeah. Almost $80 all-time high, the Mirage, the original printing of this. Well, man, when you reprint this a bunch of times, it helps out a lot. Yes. So, uh, Retro Frame Worldly Tutor from Dominaria Remastered, moving down in price. And then finally, Cultivator Colossus, 813, slowly moving down. That's nice, too. That's a pretty popular card as well. Agreed. But there you have it. That's the Conjure Currency. And we'll quickly touch on TCG Sniper, an amazing resource to get notified when cards are moving up or down in price. Go over there, sign up, say the guys this week in MTG sent you, and you'll get three months free of their uh, Plus program, which will give you unlimited. Otherwise, you get 50 for their free version. But, you know, leave the, give the three months free a try. It's worth it, you know. But... Do you guys have anything else you want to add to the end of this podcast before we sweep up the old dead skin that Anthony shed it off here and have I, to disinfect the microphones? I got nothing. I would just bring in a hazmat team. Just oh, right my gosh. Put him up in a little baggie. Jesus he, he's almost Christ. to the point, you know, like in the cartoons when a person becomes ash and they're just eyeballs. Like Anthony is right on the cusp of that itself. He's about to hit it. Yep. Hey, it's okay. I'm going to be like a phoenix and rise from the ashes. All right. More well, like a chicken. You're a chicken. Did you know that Elmo loves chickens? <laughs> no. He was watching Elmo when I first came in. What's wrong with that? No, nothing. No, no, nothing's wrong with that. My little Sesame one Street, is, man. Lo- loves. Uh, the, the episode we were watching was the chicken dream, and Elmo wanted to recreate his chicken dream where he was dancing with chickens, and a lizard and tomato came and was dancing with him as well. I promise you, that is not a drug-induced dream. Maybe it was saying it out loud but elmo dreamt it 
Hey, man. I believe it. Now, thank you to all you legendary <laughs> magic folk for making it to the end of episode 210 of This Week in MTG. As we wrap up another episode, we want to extend our deepest gratitude to you incredible listeners and the Patreons. Your enthusiasm fuels our passion for all things Magic the Gathering, and we're honored to be a part of this vibrant community. Stay tuned for more exciting updates, discussions, and insights in the world of MTG. Until next time, may your mana be plentiful and your draws ever favorable. Keep gathering those magical moments. Bye. Later. Congratulations. You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much. Modern Recto Scam by by uh, Matthew Matthew Olson on <laughs> February twenty third. This is the deck that's causing it to go.